Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. Cast, cast, cast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. We're back. We're back. Boston's Big Four. Boston's Big Four. It's been a been a little while. Small hiatus. It's the holiday season. Yeah, it's you know holiday it season, but we're here with a special holiday episode for you, if you couldn't tell by our assortment of cookies right here. Holiday cookies, it's always a sign. Holiday time. Holiday time, you always got to keep a plate of cookies around. Yeah, like, I love it. I love it. Because you never know when Santa's going to, you know, maybe he'll make an early appearance or something. Mm, yeah. Santa uh, popped, uh, he popped into a family party of mine this weekend. No way. Yeah, it was so weird. He uh, took time out of his day to see my family. Damn. Um, so we're kind of a big deal. Well, Check it uh, out. I uh, ran into him in a mall the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. And, uh, Could have been the same day because he was at my family's house. Well, so, what day was it? Uh, it was Sunday. No, nah, I saw him at a mall on Sunday. No, dude. He was at my family's house nope. on Sunday. He was at a mall on Sunday. There's a whole learned, line of this people. This just in. Santa has representatives, and he's spreading them around the world. He's trying to get you He cloned recruited. himself. Yeah, he's cloned himself. That's, that must be yeah, it. some shit that goes on in the North Pole that we I'm don't know sure about. I'm pretty sure Santa just has representatives, though. Maybe. Maybe. Are you telling me those are fake beards that some of them have? No. No, no they're all legit. They're all Everything. Um, yeah. They grow those. You can't be Santa or a Santa affiliate without a real For real, beard. though, shout out to all the real Santas, like mall Santas, whatever. Shout out to the ones with the real beards. Yeah, it's a, it's a career It's a career move, um, for sure. Yeah. My neighbor, a couple houses down. Uh, career Santa? Yeah. So he has a big white beard, mm. and he, well, every year he, he does- uh, he plays Santa in our town, like, you know, downtown, whatever. Christmas in the Square is what it's called. It's pretty fun. Uh, by the and way, I'm, been I'm doing phoning it. up. I, I feel left out. One sec. Yeah, but, yeah, so, yeah, you should do that. But he's been doing it for years, yeah. Phoned up. So that's pretty funny. That, you know. Yeah, that, you know actual... you close personal Santa affiliate. Yeah, so that's I know Santa. Um, yeah, he, he's he's a neighbor of mine, so. That's fun. I've actually ridden on his motorcycle before. Yeah. Well, Santa, will you bring us our Christmas gift? Another ring for Brady? I think that's what we all want. Is he More than it? anything, you know? If we could all ask for one thing. We can get that. I mean, oh. <laughs> we can get that. We got it's the plug. <laughs> it's attainable. We got the yeah, plug. We know the guy. Um, we know the guy. He's in our city right now. Right now. Uh, but anyways, we're back. Episode Matt Grizzlick. 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 Yeah. First of all, Grizzlick. First of all, if you don't know how to spell Matt Grizzlick's name, do Check it right. If you're watching right now, do it. We're gonna give you. Let's give him ten seconds. You got ten seconds to think in your head what pause you think Matt Grizzlick. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> what you think Matt Grizzlick's name? How you spell it? Or you could just pause this video or whatever. But yeah, think about it. Think Boom! All right, yeah, we're back. The answer is G R E Z E L C Y K. Nope, you got it wrong, dude. Wait, this is how you read it to G-R-Z. me. G R Z. It was G R Z. Yeah. Oh, oh did, I, <laughs> did I read it wrong? Oh man, it was red run. <laughs> you guys, it's so hard oh. that we've already missed. We can't even. Yeah, we can't even. Free show. We can't even agree on how it's spelled. Like, yeah, don't <laughs> cut that out. We're keeping this in. Don't cut that out. Don't and cut shout it out. Shout that to the booth because this is staying in. Yeah, fucking Marshy over there. 
<laughs> Very fun. Yeah, we're keeping yeah, it. Good right. old Marshy. GR, wait, Marshy so, behind the glass. Shout out to Marshy behind the glass. So you hit me here. All right. You're saying it's GRZ. Um, yeah, so G-R-Z-E-L-C-Y-K. All right. All right. I had an extra E in there. Okay, reverse. Bing, 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 bing. So G. Matt Grizzlick, for those of you who don't know, is a defenseman for the Boston Bruins, your hometown Boston Bruins, oh, who yeah. just beat up on the Washington Capitals seven to three. Oh, they took him to at the garden, and uh, yeah, they, went deep. Yeah, <laughs> it was sad. It was sad. Felt bad for him, but I guess it was more of a revenge story from what I hear. So it's fine. Yeah, um, take him back. Yeah, well. Washington, you know, has kind of owned us for the last few years. Um so it's nice to nice to get a win like that against them. Kind of go over, overcome in. overcome that hump a little bit, I guess. Hmm. Um so yeah, shout out to shout out to Brad Marchand too. He had a good game. Shout out to the Bruins. Shout out Bruins. The Bears are back, baby. Yeah, there it is. Do it. Do the the voice. Give the people what they want, as Brad Stevens' daughter would say. Mm. Oh, that's a beautiful moment also. Let's let's jump. The Bears are back, but you know who's here. Should we jump into Taco Fall? Taco Fall. You know, he's in. He's in. He's in right now. It might be the winter, but fall is in. Yeah. And it's pretty exciting. It might be the winter, but fall is it? Yeah, okay. hashtag, it's trademark. It's taco time. <laughs> it's taco time is what you're trying to say. It's taco time. Yeah, he's already got a thing. Sorry. Well, no, I'm he's trying got to a do lot a, of things. trying to be original. Uh, the other night when he blocked a shot, Tommy Heinsohn said, a blocko for taco. So. Love it. Going to have to get that on a t-shirt soon. Yeah, and it was subtle, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to get some t-shirts out there for sure. Well, he was like, a blocko for taco. Tommy's crazy. Like Tommy's losing it a little bit. You know, he's getting old, so he just says like the wildest things sometimes. It's funny. Hey, shout out to Tommy. Yeah, shout out Tommy. Tommy Heinsohn, the legend. Uh, but shout out to Taco. Yeah, um, it's really crazy. Like I, I like it and I don't at the same time because it's become like almost the main attraction, and it's like. He's barely playing, and he's doing well in the few minutes that he's getting out there in garbage time. But, you know, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are playing out of their minds right now, and that needs to be getting the bulk of the attention. Yeah, Um, well, sometimes from a franchise perspective, they're looking at the marketing that they can do with him and and what they can bring in in the season and maybe bring attention to these players who are performing well so you can kind of see, like, you come for Taco, but you're like, oh, you're seeing – Right, Great right. basketball in the meantime. And, of which, course, hey, everyone who watches the Celtics knows that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and all those guys are, like, you know, instrumental to the success we're having. And Taco is – I think he does have potential. I saw something the other day. Like, he's only played a few minutes per game, hmm. um, you know, when he's been in there, you know, like three, four minutes in garbage time. But he's averaging per 36 minutes, like – his numbers are so ridiculous. Oh, really? Like forty points a game or something. Like oh man, 40, 40 points per thirty six minutes, like man. which is like ridiculous. Yeah, if he can so, put that stuff up, keep him in. Yeah, I mean, he's not 
hundred percent ready yet. That that's yeah. in short, and that's in garbage time. So he's playing he's, against. He's not playing against starters. Yeah, his ideal conditions. Those were handpicked fights, Rocky. These guys are killers. Yeah, he's They're playing killers. against. He's playing against backups at that point, and the game's already out of hand. So everyone's like, people aren't, aren't even trying really. Like, mm. it's it's different. But the react, the crowd reaction that he's getting is unbelievable. Like, the garden has been so loud these last few, couple nights when mm-hmm. he's they get this lead like they gotta feed it the night that he made his home debut a couple nights ago they were starting the we want taco chance in the third quarter and you know they're up by 18 20 points but it's an nba game the game's not over in the third quarter mm-hmm. like it's not time for that stuff yet so they waited till the fourth quarter you know like a few minutes left in the fourth quarter and the crowd's going nuts Taco at one point like pretended to take his jacket off and then sat back down in the crowd just uh. to fuck with everyone. Um and then Brad started getting the crowd hyped up and then waved him in. He came in and you know, blocked that shot. Um got a bucket after that. Nice <laughs> nice little hook shot and then he uh had a dunk too. So I mean, he's been doing his thing when he's out there. Shout out to Taco. Yeah, shout out Taco. A it's block exciting. Off for Taco. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he has a lot to learn, but it's it's exciting to see it's like exciting. come up in the marketing and and all that. I mean, there's those brands. It's almost like a Gronk. Yeah, it's just huge. And uh, you know, Brad Stevens was talking about how his daughter was telling him, you know, give the people what they want, mm. and encouraging him to to play Taco. And how sensitive with Brad Stevens? He's taking that family consideration into his mm-hmm. business. Well. What he said about that was, um, you know, his daughter bases her favorite players on who she's interacted the most with. Ah, so he's a family man. And she happened to, I guess over the off season, she happened to, like, sit down with Taco for a while. Like, he had a dinner with their family or something, and she had, like, a mm. long discussion with him or whatever. So she likes him, so she's a Taco fan. So, but that speaks to you know the kind of person Taco is. He's a uh, yeah, yeah. He's just a nice yeah, guy. Really, yeah, he's touching nice hearts. Guy. Touching hearts, and uh, you know, aside from that time, the the hotel incident. Oh yeah, I'm a little upset about that. <laughs> yeah, just a reminder, folks. We weren't allowed to get uh, rare exclusive footage of our friends after party. Caso at his show in uh, at Sonio. <laughs> Good old Caso. Yeah, no, Caso, Caso, Caso. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was an awesome show. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get back to the after party. After Big shout tree. out, Caso. Yeah, Taco's just like oh, big shout out, uh, Taco no, Fall you too. You can't though. go. We learned, yeah, big shout out, Taco Fall. But we learned about it later that yeah. he had possibly been blocking us from getting up there um, by notifying security of the large presence of mm. of gentlemen in the lobby, mm. which there were. But there was a large presence of gentlemen. There was a lot lar- <laughs> of gentlemen. That's yeah, that's correct. Looking, looking to get up to the same floor that he was on. Yeah. So I can see the concern. But speaking of a large presence, uh, Taco Fall in the paint, you know, could be real. Mm. He could be lethal. True. Yeah. Bringing the carousel home. I, I just had to segue that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, res- <laughs> I respect it. I'm excited about it. No, I'm I'm pumped to see what he can do. But in the meantime. Well, he's playing garbage minutes. The guy's playing the real minutes. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. We got to talk about these two guys. We've talked about them before, but 23 years old, 21 years old, both potentially all-stars this year. If they keep up the pace they're on right now, they will be all-stars. 
So we're just very blessed to have those two young guys on our team because they're still they're both still a couple years or a few years removed from their prime based on when most most players reach their prime, which mm-hmm. is late twenties usually. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Hmm. It's pretty crazy, like the things they're doing right now. They're they're ahead of their time, both of them. So shout out to Danny Ainge for drafting those guys, and uh, shout out to both of them for mm-hmm. really improving. You know, year to year, they both kind of stepped back a little last year, but that was the Kyrie effect. Everyone took a step back, but um, yeah, they're they're doing well. They're taking they're taking leadership of the team. I think with Smart being out recently too, he's kind of been the leader of the team like the emotional leader of the team, but with him being out, they've kind of been able to step up and take control of the team themselves. You know, and when Kemba struggled a little bit too, he only had like two points the other night, and the two of them had twenty, both had 20-plus. So shout-out to Jason and Jalen. Big shouts, big shouts. Um, Yeah, that's the Celtics. That's the Celtics update for you. That's the Celtics update. Wrap They're... What's their record? Twenty two and seven or something like that? Twenty three and seven? Like they have a very good record. So shout out to the Celtics. They've been playing well so far. But let's get back to the Pats. The Pats. Big win. Big win. Close win. Close win. Huge win though. Yeah. So they are now uh eleven AFC East titles in a row. They've won. Which is insane. It is pretty I mean, insane. that's a level of dominance that they're the only team ever to win the their ti- AFC East or win their division title every year in a decade. So pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Pretty Gotta love it. Pretty great. Which of course is going to spur all types of ac- accusations like that, the, the guy filming and whatnot. But hey, oh. independent contractor. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, that whole thing was bullshit. Whatever. Yeah. I'm, I shouldn't even have addressed it, but if you're not cheating, he, you're not trying. Yeah. You know, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Heard it here first. <laughs> um, um, no, yeah, but no, it, it's, that, a, it's it, an amazing feat regardless. But the Patriots are just, uh, they're on the road to dominating. And um, like we said, another ring. Okay, just, I'm not going that far. Um, we need to win this weekend if we oh, want to. Oh, yeah. So, I'm sorry. We, we need day to win to this weekend against the, well, first of all, let's talk about the Bills. Like, that was a big win. Mm. That was important, a very important win. Now, granted, it was at Gillette Stadium against the Bills, and the Bills do not win at Gillette Stadium mm. ever. But if there was ever a time where they would, it felt like it was going to be that oh, game because yeah. things are trending that way. The Bills are, have a good team. We've struggled a little bit here and there, and uh, it was big. It was big. You know, the Bills have a good defense, and I think our offense looked pretty good. The The mm. best they've looked in a while, at least. The best they've looked in a while. And yeah. um, Nikhil Harry's starting to get involved. Happy to see that. Um, love to see a Landon Roberts, the things he's doing at fullback. Um, you know, yeah, blocking moves. blocking for running backs, uh, running through motherfuckers' faces, as he would quote. say. <laughs> yeah, that's a direct quote. Uh, let's pull up that quote right now. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, if you don't know, you should. Yeah, so make switching sides basically, D to O, and bringing that intensity full force. Yeah, so Alandon Roberts, linebacker for the Pats, uh, has been, you know, filling in at the role. Obviously, James Devlin been out for a while, and they haven't really had anyone to replace him at that fullback role. 
And really all it takes to be a fullback is just lining up and running through a motherfucker's face. You know what I mean? True. And that's what uh, Alandon Roberts does very Mm. well. That's what he's been doing very well. And here's what he had to say about that. He said, to be honest, on every play, I'd just be like, whoever steps in my way, I'm going to run through their fucking face, period. Just like linebacker. I'm looking to make the tackle, and if I can't make the tackle and you're in my way, I'm going to run through your motherfucking face. Same on defense, same on offense. When a linebacker steps into the hole, I'm going to run through their motherfucking face, period. That's all I think about, making my block, running through a motherfucker's face. Mm, Right, right. So right. that's uh, you know very Take eloquently notes. put by uh, Alandon Roberts. Yeah, um, yeah, pretty pretty <laughs> simply, but yeah, elegantly put. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, that pretty much sums it up, though. That's what a, that's, that's what a fullback has to do. And, and as he's a running doing back, his he just job. Gotta, he's doing his job, as they say. And you know, as a running back, you just got to get behind him and follow the big man. And that's what. Landon Roberts has been, uh, you know, providing some some good blocking for the Patriots lately. So that's been big. You know, if they can establish the running game the way that they did at the end of last season, um, kind of transform their season at the end of last season when everyone thought they were dead in the water after those big losses in December. You know, if they can implement a running game like that this year, uh, you know, it can help in the playoffs a lot moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, and the passing game obviously has been improving. Um, Nikhil Harry is huge. Like, if he can, yeah, yeah, he's if he can use his athleticism, you know, and they can go to him in the red zone. He's if you get him in open space, he's tough to guard one on one. He's tough Mm -hmm. to guard once he gets the ball. He's good after the catch. They got to utilize him. You know, they've been they've been using him on those running plays too, like they did with Cordero Patterson last year. The only thing that seems to stop him is uh, is bad calls. Mm, yes. Yeah, we haven't had an episode since that game, have we? I don't think so. Where he, yeah. Let's talk about how he was robbed. The he poor was robbed. man was He was robbed of robbed. a touchdown. That, that was one of the worst officiating games I've seen in a while. Yeah, there's photographic evidence all over the net, all over the web, the magazines, everywhere. Yeah. Bad. Recordings on television. Yeah, so Nikhil Harry was in bounds on that play. Ugh. Whatever. But, um, whatever. Yeah, we're moving on. Moving that's, that's on. That's ancient history at this point. But he's a high performer, and that's the things they need to do. They keep him from scoring. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, no, he's been, he's been looking good. Um, Myers looked decent, too. Uh, Matt Lacoste got a touchdown. Shout out to Matt Lacoste. First touchdown Shout. with the Pats. Um,. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff all around. Yeah, it was good to see. Definitely good. Definitely a good win. Much needed win. Um, like I said, they need to get that uh, get that win this weekend against a very bad Dolphins team to get the first round by. So they should be able to do that. There's no reason they should lose that game this weekend. Mm. Um, Tom Brady was solid last week. Good enough to get the win. Yeah. Um, yeah, the spice melange. You know, there's been a lot of talk recently leading up to that game, whether or not, you know, if they had lost that game, would it mean, oh, if they had lost that game, it would have kind of meant their season's over pretty much. Hmm. And would that have meant the end of uh, 
Brady's career with the Patriots because as of right now, it's sounding like it's uh, much more likely that he will either retire or go somewhere else than be here next year. Oh, man, I would hate to see Brady somewhere else. Yeah, I'd rather him retire, but Ooh. oh, it's, it's well, sounding hey, very likely that he will not be here next year. At our tailgate, Boston's Big Fours only. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, by the way, we need to do another tailgate for the playoffs. And there will be another tailgate. For Shouts the playoffs. out tailgates. Yep. Um, we had, oh man, they gave their names. Check out the tailgate. Sound off in the comments if you can um, find this clip. This guy, he gives his predictions, and, and he's positive. Um, and he was familiar with the real estate Brady's purchased. And he says 60-40 oh, well, yeah, Brady, yeah. Or, or he said 65-35 no, Brady's not coming back. The real estate thing is, that's common knowledge. He yeah, took, yeah. He sold his house and. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm. I personally haven't kept up with that. I don't know where Brady's. He's. Uh, yeah. So he's. So that's a. That's a big thing people point to when they're like, "Oh, he's. Mm. He's done." He sold. Uh, he bought a house in Connecticut, which like I, and then his trainer sold his house too. But I heard his trainer bought a house in Plymouth, so mm. he's not going. It doesn't seem like he's going anywhere. But I don't know. Brady. Yeah, Brady did sell his house, or his house is on the market. His Brookline house. So, yeah, it's up in the air. It's up maybe in the air. Maybe he'll buy it back. Yeah, from himself. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I, hey, I don't blame him. He's been here for a long time. Great tenure. Awesome. Yeah, and know, he, it, you know, he feels like the, he's Seinfeld. not appreciated enough for everything he's accomplished and whatever. And I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's like. Oh, I would hate to at hear this that point he twenty feel years appreciated enough. Well, yeah, that's that's what people say. Like, I, I don't know. I we're not gotta, we're not in the room. We don't know what's going on. Like he's the New England hero. So by the by the Patriots imagine. organization, I mean, mm. you know, he takes a lot of pay cuts. They don't surround him with the talent that he needs. It does happen sometimes? Time. Yeah, I mean, it was evident this year with the old right. line. So that's what I'm referring to there. Yeah, yeah, I but, see, I see. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just hard to even think about at this point after 20 years. Like we've said before, we were in third grade, you know, when uh, mm. he took over with so the Pats. And at this point, it's just game. it's hard to even think about him not being the quarterback. So at this point, it's like, I'll talk about that when we get there. Like, I just want to appreciate him being our quarterback right now and just, like, appreciate the Brady era for what it is before it's over. Yeah. You know? So when it's over, we can talk about it being over, and it's going to feel really weird. It's going to feel really weird when it's over. Mm. It's, it's it, going to be it different. Definitely will. I mean, who's going to be every <laughs> – as a community, New England will be uh, – not just for the team. We will be trying out quarterbacks. Some people may just get booed out of town. You know, I mean, we'll see. I mean, from it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, whoever will come. I mean, next. it'll be very, very interesting to see what kind of success Belichick can have without Brady. Yeah, big shoes you know, to fill because there's a very small sample size of Bill Belichick coaching the Patriots without Tom Brady. You know, his first mm. year with the Patriots, and he wasn't. You know, his Cleveland Browns teams that he coached weren't good, and his first year with the Patriots. You know, with Drew Bledsoe as the quarterback, the Patriots went five and eleven. Mm. Now, in '08, when Brady was hurt and Matt Castle was the quarterback, the Patriots went eleven and five. So, I think he said some practice. There's a so he's had three, three seasons or only two seasons with the Patriots without Tom Brady, mm. and eighteen with him or night. 
19, yeah, 18 with him. Well, I think you can also point, and we've said this before, um, you can point to the second and third string quarterbacks that have come through the Patriots that ended up starting on other franchises. So it's it's not true. like Belichick has completely ignored coaching quarterbacks. Or, or I mean, maybe you can no, attribute I, that I'm to just offensive saying, like, coordinator. His, there's not a big enough sample size to say that Bill Belichick is a good coach without Tom Brady. Okay, okay. I I, I, say, that. Good, I say that he's There's had one good it's season in his career without Tom Brady, mm. in his long coaching career. He's had long head coaching career. He's had one good season without Tom Brady, Interesting. and he didn't even make the playoffs that season. He just went. He went eleven and five. They didn't make the playoffs though. But hmm. So yeah. Well, Bill. The Can end you of the, do it the without the Brady Tom? era is going to answer a lot of questions. Like, it, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. I wonder if maybe Bill will ta- only take it a few more years and maybe switch yeah. teams or something. Who knows? But as for Brady and his legacy, and like just the fact that it might be winding down is just crazy. I was talking about this with someone the other day. How Brady's just basically like royalty in New England. Like, oh man, he's, yeah. he's the king. Like, there's gonna be so many statues and streets named after him, and like it's just gonna be crazy mm. when he retires. Just like the love it. When he comes back for his jersey retirement, like it's just gonna be like national news. Like, oh yeah, he's big world he's news. Huge. Like <laughs> he's one of the greatest athletes of all time, mm. and you know, definitely one of the greatest of our lifetime, if not the greatest. Definitely I mean, the greatest of our lifetime, actually, because Michael Jordan was a little bit before us. I mean, we were babies when he was doing his thing. Mm. Um, you know, there's Wayne Gretzky. There's you know, there's different guys, but. Babe Ruth, he's Ted up Williams. there. Ted Williams, but Ted Williams never won any championships, so mm. unfortunately, so Brady's up there on like the Mount Rushmore with Jordan, Ruth. It's like Jordan, Ruth, Gretzky, Brady. Like that, those are the four mm. right there. One from each sport. Boston's big four. Well, only one of those is Boston. Well, Ruth played for Boston for a little bit. The Cavs. You son of a bitch. Why did you curse us? But we broke it. Yeah, we, we did. finally broke it. But yeah, Gretzky, you can't put Orr over Gretzky. Like, Gretzky's the best. And then I was gonna Jordan. Say. Some people might put Bill Russell over Jordan, but Bill Russell played in a time where there was only eight teams in the league, so it's hard to kind hmm. of, com- it's hard to really compare. Um, Larry Bird's definitely up there, but Absolutely. he's not better than Jordan. He's I put Bird third best all time behind Jordan Bird and uh, third. Jordan and who do I have second? I might put Bird second. I don't know. Kareem, Magic. I don't know. That's a different discussion for another time. <laughs> <laughs> Number one athlete of all time, Sonic the Hedgehog. He can <laughs> run two hundred miles an hour. No one can beat that. <laughs> Airbud. Oh shit! Airbud's the goat. Airbud definitely beat Sonic. My bad. Yeah, dude. Back up, back up. Airbud's the goat. Yeah. It's gonna what be good. What else we got? Yeah, uh, good stuff. Patriots. Pat's gonna dominate. Uh, I have good faith. Uh, I know Brady. You're saying could possibly be winding down, wind down, and I don't blame him for it. And 
I mean, we're all kind of vibing it. It's been vibing for years now. Everyone's been saying, is this Brady's last year? Mm-hmm. For like how many years? And Long time. Like half his career, it seems. But at, at the same Long time. time. There, were, there were moments, what are we, uh... Yeah, there were there were moments ten years ago when people thought he was done. You know, after the injury in '08. Mm. So well, that was scary. I mean, who? How much? Injuries are often career ending. Like right. I think it's very hard to fight through, and unless you're doing very special, uh, which Brady does that type of stuff. But right, like I'd say after the injury in '08, people thought he might be done. Then after. I mean, when we lost the Jets in 2010, after trading Moss that year, like people thought he might be. Mm. People thought the Patriots' well, reign. That pair was. Fantastic. People thought the Patriots' reign was done like multiple times. 2013, mm. you know, losing to the the uh, the Broncos in the AFC Championship when we had no receivers. Yeah. Well, 2014, starting Brady off two receivers. and two. Like, there were multiple times. We went through t- that 10-year spam where we didn't win a championship, which, like, you know, 10 years isn't a long time to not win a championship, but that's a long time. That's a long gap to have in a dynasty, you know? Oh, yeah. To win three, then go 10 years without one, and then win three. Like, mm. it's just weird. But, you know, it shout-out to the Pats for uh, staying consistent and... uh you never know, given up. Never, even though they weren't winning for ten years, they were always in the hunt. They were always in the race. They went to the AFC Championship multiple times, the you know the Super Bowl multiple times. They were always in the playoffs at least, winning the division every year. Like, dare I say, they kept the Christmas spirit. They never, you know, they never sunk. That like most teams do. Most mm. teams have off years. They never had an off year. They never, even when Brady was out, like we just said. They never sunk down to the the bottom of the division. They mm. stayed up there so that they were always just a couple pieces away from a championship team. So then when they were able to add Darrell Revis and able to add, you know, guys like that and Brandon Browner to get that one in 2014, that was, you know, they, they kept themselves in that position for 10 years. Mm. So they were always just a few moves away and, Always in the in the mix every single year. So the consistency that we've seen for two decades is incredible. Oh, always been contenders, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. So it'll be interesting to see if that continues after Brady leaves, and it probably won't. But well, I don't we know. We will see, that, see. Well, yeah, we will see. But my take on that is that I mean, you take I guess for example, the Yankees, a, a team that just almost is too big to fail because of the dollars. And I think Brady maybe has brought so many dollars <laughs> to New England. How many championships have the Yankees won in the last oh, uh, my, yeah. 18 years? One? I guess. One. No, okay. Yeah, no, true. So I shouldn't even be turning to the Yankees. They've lost. Yeah, but they're they just a big in, team. They haven't won in 10 years now. They've constantly been so contenders sad. as well. So sad. No, it's true. See, oh, I'm it's not, so sad. I don't enjoy the Yankees. Let's but shed a tear for the Yankees right now. They've always been contenders. <laughs> So is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, so, they're always uh, they're always uh well they've had a couple off years. I will say they've been more consistent than the Red Sox in terms of uh, you know not having shitty teams. We have, it's like last decade we've either had a shitty team or a great team. It's like mm. we can't seem to find like consistency yeah, as much as much forth. success as we've had. We've had a lot of failure too. It's yeah. like. They're kind yeah. of taking big shots and hoping they hit. But then again, I'd rather 
But I guess I'd rather uh, you know win three championships or win two championships in ten years and have like four crappy years mixed in there than win no championships but be in the playoffs every year because losing in the playoffs every single year sucks too. That's true. Well, so I guess my point there was that that's likely to happen with the Patriots. Like, I think they'll always be contenders, but mm. maybe won't always be taking championships. Yeah. Um, with or without Brady, just because the the franchise is built up so much at this point. That's not, that's what we're used to now. That's the yeah. standard now. It's like anything less than that is a failure at this point. So, mm. yeah, I, I think you're right. I think expectations are, like, a huge part of what will help them in the future. Absolutely. Just, be, just because... Well, it gets it's fed by the organization. Just because it's not acceptable at this point for the Patriots to suck. Mm. Like, it used to be expected that they would suck. Now it's, yeah, it's unacceptable. They can't suck. But that's why I, I just really hope they don't. It would be so disappointing. We'll see what happens after Brady leaves. But, mm. like I said, I don't want to talk too much about Brady leaving right now. Don't do it to us, Brady. Brady, Don't if you leave, you better do a big whole thing. You better be like Ortiz and do like a farewell tour. Oh, no, man. fuck the farewell tours. <laughs> I hate oh, yeah, it actually tours. is wicked annoying. I hate farewell tours. And that Ortiz one was ridiculous. Oh, it yeah, it would take up a lot of point. time before the game. It was ridiculous. I could be so late for work. It it's got crazy. annoying after a while. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of messed up that 2016 team. Like, they spent the last few games of the regular season just like praising Ortiz and having yeah, all these ceremonies goodbyes, and then yeah. they happen to lose all those games and then yeah. like went into the playoffs and lost in the playoffs and it's just like I feel like it took away from the actual game mm. anyways um, hey yeah so Brady, shout out this, Big Poppy though if shout out Big Poppy big shout out Big Poppy but but if this is Brady's last year then shout out Brady for not coming out and saying oh this is my last year so because you know he didn't want the farewell tour or whatever, so we don't have to deal with all that crap. <laughs> yeah. Or That's we don't true. want the farewell tour. I don't know. I if don't he... think Brady would do a farewell tour. I mean, he's he's exactly. a humble guy. He would definitely just be like, thank you. Right. And leave. Thomas has left the building, they'd say, in a classy voice, and we'd yeah. all just kind of go home. Maybe have a martini. And just like that, there he goes, the greatest who ever lived. The era ended, and we are all graceful about it. <laughs> I can just picture him walking through the tunnel right now. Walking through the tunnel right now with the sun setting behind him. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, oh, man, that will be a, oh, it's going to be such a sad poster. They're going to do that someday. It'll be like, thank you. It'll have like something like that. Um, it's gonna be unlike gonna anything. It. It's gonna, gonna be unlike anything we've seen before. It's gonna be like Ortiz times ten. Like, mm. Oh yeah. Ortiz was here for thirteen years. Brady's been here for nineteen. Oh man. Pierce, Paul Pierce was here for fifteen. I mean, and he's got some crazy. Wait, nineteen? Oh yeah, two thousand one. Oh my god. Yeah. Paul Pierce was here for fifteen. He's gotten some crazy receptions. Um, but with Brady, it's going to be next level. Next level. Very sad, very emotional, um, but we've been gearing up for it. It's one mm-hmm. of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely been gearing up for it. It's uh, crazy that it's gone on this long. But Yeah. It, either way, no matter what, uh, this season's been exciting, and it's going to be exciting. 
I think seeing I'm ready for it. I'm to excited close about it now. Now that we got that win over the Bills, like now it's go time. Mm. Like we needed that. If we had lost that game, the season would have been over. Now we got a chance to, you know, winning, win in Miami or not in Miami. It's here, right? I think so. I'm, I'm not positive. We can verify this. Verify. <laughs> um, but no matter where we win, we're gonna dominate. Hashtag Patriots, hashtag um, uh, BB4, we out here. <laughs> Sound off in the comments if you know the answer before we find it here. If you can just, like, comment and tell us the time yeah, mark. Sound off in the comments. Yeah, tell us the time mark that you figured this out at. I think it'll be home. Yeah. I've No, it's it's home. Yeah. Just like I thought. I knew it. I was right. Okay. Correct. Correct. <laughs> it's home. Um, yeah. So we get that win. We get the first round bye, which is incredible. Like to think that we'd even have a chance at a first round bye after the thing, the way things were going a couple of weeks ago, uh, is pretty good. You know. So Patriots always pulling themselves up by the bootstraps and getting shit done when everyone thinks they're dead in the water. So mm-hmm. the Patriot way, you know. Always coming in the clutch. That always is, coming in the clutch. Gotta that, expect it. Yeah. Nothing nothing can stop Brady and Belichick at the end of the day. Nothing can stop them from getting to February. We'll see you in February in Miami. Mm. Uh, the Dolphins will not be playing in that game. No. Patriots against uh, Seattle? Perhaps. Possibly. Seattle, we could get we could get San Francisco, we could get the Jimmy G Tom Brady matchup, which would be that'd be fun, beautiful for the league. It'd be like Obi Wan versus Anakin. That would that would be amazing for the league. Like the ratings on that game, Ooh, they would break. That would smash records with those ratings. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure they've been breaking the record every year consistently with the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl ratings are absurd. Yeah, they're huge. I mean, millions of dollars for a commercial spot, dude. It's insane. Big money on the Super Bowl. It's the biggest thing in the world, except for probably soccer. I'm pretty sure, like, the top ten, like, highest-rated shows of all time were all Super Bowls. Like, highest-rated TV programs of all time were all Super Bowls. I'm sure, yeah. Doesn't Craziness. surprise me. Craziness. Maybe Seinfeld, 70 million people. True. He watched... 70 Again. million people watched the last episode of Seinfeld. That's a fun fact. I was not one of them. Yeah. What? <laughs> I probably wasn't either. Um, yeah, so that's it with the pets. Yeah, take that carousel home. Yeah, take that, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, yeah, For all yeah. you football so, fans at home. So I don't know if we had any other sports updates, but um, just a couple couple pieces of news recently. We Uh-oh. were we were at the LFOD. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've been around. We've been doing our thing. Yeah, we were at the LFOD radio. Um, yeah, so we've been doing some music things lately. We yeah, went to, first we went to the Boston Music Awards at the uh, the old House of Blues there, Fenway. Shout out to Hefe Replay. Shout out to Hefe Replay. He had a great performance. Mm. Shout out, uh, you Shout saw out. Brandy Blaze's performance. I yeah. missed it. I got there late. Shout out Brandy Blaze, great performance. Yeah, uh, she brought out uh, Oompa forgive too. Me, um, did she bring out Oompa? Uh, yeah, there, she had somebody else also. Red Shades, I believe she right. brought out Red Shades. Okay, I was gonna say forget. I, I saw forget. somewhere yeah. that yeah. 
Oh, nailed it! It was um, uh, that was a great performance. Uh, had the whole crowd vibe, uh, the whole crowd vibe in early, and at that point in the night, there was a long line outside. Everyone mm-hmm. was trying to get in at around the same time, like like fashionably late, of course, and uh, like people who were on, they were nominees, were waiting in these long will call lines. Come to find out, you could go in the middle window if you didn't have a ticket. You could just go right in the middle window, buy one just there. Um, and not wait in that line, like if you didn't have will call. It's pretty crazy. So I, I, I had waited in a will call line for a while, and then I realized that was the case. So It's kind of a messy operation over there. But yeah, it was hard to get in, but I guess yeah. my point was at that point in the night, Brandy Blaze had a, a large crowd outside but was had everyone bumping inside the people that were in at that point. The crowd hadn't filled out yet. Um, uh, but yeah, no, she she always shows out. Shout out Sando uh, doing his job. Shout we could Sando. see him doing work. I've seen him... Oh, shout out C4 as well. He performed. We both missed his performance. He was like the first one. Had to have been early. Yeah, I got there pretty early and I I didn't see him. So I must have been. Big shout out C4, though. Yeah. Also, I want to say shout out Hawthorne. It's, um, I believe they're a duo. I mean, they have. Hawthorne? Yeah, they're dope. Yeah, they were real good. Future Teens as well. Yeah, Future Teens. Future Teens was great. Um, Big shout out to Van Buren. Van Buren Mm. Records. Giles. Uh, Luke Bars, uh, St. Lior, and who else? Meech, and uh, did I name them all? Oh, no, Lord Felix as well. Yeah, all from Brockton, all Mm. incredible artists, all have put out, well, I shouldn't say all, but they've they've put out some great music in the last uh, year, and their performance I thought was amazing. At House of Blues, mm. what'd you think? I mean, every performance was amazing, but yeah, yeah, in particular, they. I mean, I think every artist had something that was like slightly different in the genre. Yeah. So they all kind of brought a flavor that just. Like, they were great, and uh, Najee Janey, I was really blown away by his performance too. Okay. I thought he was great. Oh yeah, yeah. Najee Janey, yeah, he was awesome. Um. Who else? There was yeah, a lot of good a lot of good performers. It was Well we great. shouted out Hefe, but we shouted out Hefe putting yeah. out these new songs. Uh I've seen him at two performances now with these particular songs that I've been trying to find and apparently they're new and unreleased and I'm looking for them. Yeah, they're just Hefe, please release these songs. They'll come out eventually. I don't want to have to keep going to He's just getting you hyped up shows. first. He's he's just you know, he's making sure that when that song comes out, you're going to listen to it right away. Yeah, well, I've been listening to it, and I'm <laughs> looking for it. I'm rearing, dude. I want to share it. Yo, sound off in the comments. If you got a copy, I'm about to share it. And if you make got Screlly Bucks. Yeah, if you got Screlly Bucks, I, I'll find the Screlly Bucks. I'm making this happen. <laughs> I'll find the Screlly Bucks. I'll scrape up some Screlly Bucks. Yeah, F8. Sound off in the comments. I'll sound, I'll screlly bucks you for that song. Damn. It's something on on the mission, cooking up different dope in the kitchen. You know what it is. Oh, I know you, you know the song. Hefe, hit me up, please. Great song. Oh great man, song. it is a great song. Okay. Foreign song. Exchange is also a great song. Shout Another out to Foreign great Exchange. Song. Ooh. Yes. Um, let you run off with just my left the hitch? bank. You flexing them racks. I'm making deposits. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. love it. I love when he performs that song. It always gets hype. It really always does. Gets hype. He always gets hype. Dude, he's stage he always presence. gets hype. Dude, stage presence. 
He loves 90% he loves standing on things where he may or may not fall, mm-hmm. and sometimes he does fall, but that's part of the game, you know. Mm-hmm. He loves hanging from the ceiling, standing on railings, all that. Oh yeah, very big showman. Um, really showing out. Unsigned artist of the year. Unsigned artist of the year. Shout out to Hefe. Oompa won that award last year. Also, shout out Oompa. Oompa was at the LFOD yeah, uh, so panel. So. Next thing that we need to get into, we also went to the 2019 State of New England, uh, State of New England Hip Hop show, which is three years old now. It was started by LFOD Radio. Mm. Um, it used to just be a radio show, but now they've turned it into this public thing. It was held at uh, WBUR City Space at the BU campus. And they've turned it into this thing where... Hosted by Uncle Sam. Hosted by Uncle Sam. Shout out Uncle Sam, LFOD. And they've turned it into this public event where people can come and and watch and network. It was a big networking event. Mm. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Shout out Dart Adams on Dart, the panel. Hip-hop historian. Hip-hop historian. He is Google. Uh, he for is those better who, than Google. He's yeah. better than Google, actually, because he'll tell you things that you can't find on Google. That's true. So. He knows. Yeah, big shout out to Dart Adams. Nobody knows more about hip hop than that man right there. Yeah, really and, dropped uh, some knowledge on us. He did, he did, and he signed my book, and I appreciate that. Very appreciative. Um, <laughs> he he was very kind to do that and everything. He was he was gracious. Yes. Uh, also, there was a Q and A, and that was where he really dropped the knowledge. Oh, he was... did. He ripped into some people on those Q and A questions. Yeah. Well, hey, you gotta know. Yeah, you got to know that it, when you're in the presence of Dart Adams, you don't just ask a question without thinking about what you're saying You're going to get an answer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great, though. It was fun to do that stuff. Um, I mean, shout out Uncle Sam. Shout out LFOD. Already yeah, shout out everyone that was involved. And we, we got to meet Oompa. Latrell James. Latrell James also. Shout out Big him. shout out Latrell James. Um, so there, yeah, all types of talk. I mean, just how to make it in the business. There was yeah, it was really interesting, really interesting um, conversation. Fun things. Um, They'll have I, the video coming out soon. I think the the whole seminar. You'll be able to watch it. So mm. definitely, everyone, keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, but yeah, really interesting conversation. I enjoyed it. Yeah, especially if you're interested at all in like having your own podcast or or just being an artist yourself. They had some yeah. great tips and on how to get yourself um, on your feet. Um, but it was especially interesting having been to the Boston Music Awards just before that. Uh, yeah. Because you can see. It was pretty of, cool to have those two events within a week of each other. Yeah, because people on stage are completely different than people on a, on a panel. So, mm. like, you got Oompa on stage performing and obviously always killing it. So that's impressive on, on its own. But then you got Oompa giving business tips mm. on, on how she's been making things happen. Right. And you so, kind of see, when you listen to her talk, you kind of see how she's been able to make it happen. Aside from the fact that she's an incredible musician, you kind of understand how she's gotten to the point she is because everything she does is very calculated like she's Mm. she understands the music business and those are the people that make it the people who understand how to market themselves how to be true to themselves you know and just Mm. just grind and understand that they can do it on their own that they don't need help yeah i think because a lot of artists get caught up in thinking it's supposed to be champagne and jets like right start right um but a lot of times you kind of have to find sources you got to embrace the struggle Exactly. <laughs> Embrace the struggle, find sources of cash flow, and just like kind of work your way up, build that rep. And it right. it is hard. And it happens differently for every artist. Some people mm-hmm. shoot up at 17, 18, like you see with some of those SoundCloud guys. And 
And other times... And some people, you know, grind all through their 20s and they blow up when they're 30 or, you know... Brandy Blaze is, you know, in her early 30s and has just started to blow up. Like, it's... Oh, really? I I heard she was 29. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. We, should we cut that out? <laughs> no, cut, no, no, no. Cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that out. I mean, yeah. she's got to be 23. Yeah, at least. <laughs> but... Yeah, no, real talk though. I it definitely it everyone hits at different times. Popcorn kernels. Uh if anyone ever got that puberty lesson, you know, and they're just like, Oh, everyone hits puberty at different w- what times. What does this have to do with popcorn kernels? You know when you pop popcorn, uh, it's the same popcorn under the same conditions, but they don't all pop at the same time. So like you are uh you just gotta wait, give it time. And then eventually you'll have a whole bag of popcorn. Okay. So uh, yeah, Fair and enough. you just may be that kernel that didn't pop yet. So give yourself some time, incubate a little bit. Um, it it always, I mean, I know it's a strange analogy, but it's it's no, kind of like true. Because it. you might be wondering why, under the same conditions and the same situations and the same like foundation, is someone popping before me? But I mean, it happens. I like an artist get caught up in that. I feel. Yeah, that's something they talked about at the at the mm. state of New England thing the other day. It's like. You know, if you're if you're constantly worrying about what other people are doing and why you're not achieving what they're achieving, like just focus on yourself, basically, exactly. and what you're yeah. doing, building your brand and, and right. doing your own thing, right? And complaining about like, you know, talking about they were talking about you know complaining about you're not getting enough press, you're not getting enough coverage from you know local media or whatever. It's like it's not, yeah, and it's like honestly, and if you're I not felt that press just hit us up. I what felt that I know I as someone who writes about artists like sometimes I felt that because I get people say like sending me messages saying oh you know you should have put me in your list and it's like if I don't know who you are that's not my fault that's your fault it's true like, Markets, <laughs> you know you better know how to market yourself because I'm an artist starving like Karen Carpenter that's um, a Palmer Squares bar sorry gang but you better know how to market yourself yes that's market yourself say. I will assure you that I follow the scene closely enough that if you market yourself properly, I will find out about you eventually. Mm. You know, it's true. Like yeah, we just found out about it. Eddie Fish the other day because we went to that event. You know, uh, shout out Eddie. Shout Fish. out Eddie Fish. Ah, uh, yeah, Eddie Fish. If you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Um, got a song with Gucci Mane. Yeah, we got to get Eddie Fish on soon. Um, he's got a song with a few people actually. He's got that's not his only feature. I'm. I'm... Oh yeah, he's got one with Moneybag Yo coming out. Oh, uh, he's got one with Black Youngster. So could have swore I saw Yo Gotti on this. Oh, Yo Gotti as yeah. well. Yes, thought, he also yeah, has a song with Yo Gotti. He's got a number of features. Yeah, and, and so here's big the thing: name like, features. And I was showing his songs around, and a couple of my friends already knew the song, but they knew his feature and not him. They knew the song because, like, oh, that's the song Gucci just came out of jail to. But they didn't know Eddie Fish. They just knew, like, oh, that's that song. Dude, so, Eddie Fish. He, he can slip under the radar. He keeps he, it low key. He know? does. That's what he said. He's like, he keeps he's like, I'm not really key. in the scene like that, but totally. I'm out here doing songs with Gucci Mane. Like, yeah. okay, all right, making big moves. If, yeah, check out Eddie Fish. Eddie Fish. Eddie underscore E D D Y underscore Fish on Instagram. Yeah, big things. Big, big things. things. Yeah, he was exciting. Um, also, there was a showcase um, at the. Uh, at that panel for uh, after Paranom. the show, yeah, Paranom came. Paranom performed. Big shout out, Paranom Big from uh, Paranom. Tragic Allies. Yeah, and he 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 nailed it. I mean, it was a room 
of uh, it was like uh, and. I guess the the acoustics of the room weren't ideal. It wasn't necessarily a performance room, but he uh, he killed it, and he knew exactly what he was doing. He, he had his monitors tuned mm-hmm. up right, and he was he was communicating with the DJ as as and only I've seen experienced people do. Because some people will s- tough it out through a tough sound situation, um, but if you're looking through your DJ and you're communicating, he he really made that show work. Hell yeah, it was awesome. No, it was great. It was great. Shout Paranorm. out Paranorm. Paranorm member of Tragic Allies, uh, also featured on the new Woke album uh, that came out recently, Leteb and Oblivious. Shout out Leteb and Oblivious. Um, they had their album release show on Friday at the Middle East, last Friday. Mm. Uh, Paranorm performed at that as well. I saw some videos that looked crazy. Um, mm. Definitely kind of mad that I couldn't go, but, you know, things it's happen. It's just the holidays. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, no, I was pissed I couldn't go. But, mm. oh, well, it looked fun. Um, definitely happy for those guys, good people. It's having oblivious. Uh, their new newest video is out right now. Um, you know, it's a song from that album. It's called Wake Up, and uh, you should watch the video and see if you can find your boy in there. Mm, Jumping around, nice going trail. crazy. <laughs> Maybe a little, yeah. Maybe a little Boston Jay. Yeah, maybe, exclusive. yeah. Maybe just getting loose a little bit, you know. Yeah, maybe we'll see someone hanging out. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's me. Maybe it's not. You can, yeah. you know, sound off in the comments if you think it's me. Yeah, sound off in the comments if you recognize anyone in that video. Yeah. Great video whoa, whoa, whoa. though. Great time. I had a great time with that video shoot. We've talked about it before. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a good album. Really good album. I've listened to it a few times through now. Definitely check it out. Woke. That's W period O period K period E period. It's an acronym. Mm. An acronym. I see. I feel yes. it. And uh, Leteb and Oblivious. Love it. Two great MCs. Uh, mm. Caitlin Carey's featured on there. Paranom, like we said. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Mm. Oh, produced by John Glass as well. Shout out John Glass. Big shout, shout out. out John Glass. Shout John out Glass was nominated for a Boston again. Music Award. Didn't win. Got snubbed. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know who won, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, word on the street is Boston Music Awards is biased. So if you, uh, there's a, definitely a little bias going on there. I mean, yeah. you, let's be real. Knox snubbed. Leeds snubbed. Like, snubbed. let's be real about it here. Shout out Knox. Shout out Leeds. Yeah. And but I guess, and I think I might have said this in the past. That uh, people know them, like they're doing well. So it's right. the type of thing. But where I think as an award need... show, you can't you can't just assume oh people know them and like they give awards to cousin Stiz. He won best artist of the year. That's true. People know it's, him. It's also funny though because like, they like, nominate the House of Lucas nominates the House of Blues. Yeah. Also, as... that's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's be real here. The House oh, of Blues we're every year. This event at the House of Blues. <laughs> the House of Blues. <laughs> or the Boston Music Awards every year have a nomination for the best music venue of the year. House of Blues, where the Boston Music Awards are hosted, has won that the last two years at least since I've been going, and I can't imagine anyone's going to knock them off. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I think it's. Banners is the place, new place. Yeah, in, yeah. By the garden in North. Do Station. they have shows there? Uh I think so. I'm pretty sure there's a venue right there, 
and there's also going to be a venue um, in the Triangle lot in the back of Fenway, like right Big across one. from Jillian's. That's Big coming one. in. It's supposed to be bigger than the House of bigger Blues, than House smaller of Blues. than the Garden. Okay. So people that like don't have to worry about like selling out a full either a theater or a concert uh, venue or a stadium, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, because there isn't really like. A wide range of or there's or a wide range, but there's not. Go to there's, yeah, there's not a lot of options. Like it's either you perform at like a small club or a huge place. Like there's not a lot of in between. Exactly. So this will satisfy a lot of that, and we'll probably get a lot of, of better artists to yeah. to come through at a more reasonable price. Because if they're at the Garden, it's going to be hundred easy, hundred bucks a ticket. It's, mm-hmm. I feel even in the balcony, uh, but this type of place will probably be more affordable, and you'll get more quality artists at a regular pace so i'm excited yeah. for that good stuff love the venues growing i mean it really only shows that there's more talent around right so, absolutely and great. you know as dart and everyone else in the panel was saying the other day it's like the things we've accomplished dart was talking about being outside shows 10 years ago and and thinking you know what can we do to, to help this scene thrive more Mm. And social media has helped for him, immensely. Social media has helped immensely, and for him to say that you know, ten years later, they've accomplished, they've exceeded his expectations. Now he has to come up with new things that they, mm. you know, he wants which to accomplish. Which is impressive, which is because in my mind, I mean, I grew up probably at the beginning of hip hop. I'm sure I know it formed earlier than the '90s, but it just seems that we we were born like in the golden era of it basically. Yeah, and I felt my whole life that there was just this whole history of uh of hip hop and rap that it had been established and and it's been in here for a while and and was accepted and everything. But it turns out like it's only just within the past 10 years according to Dart mm-hmm. achieved those I goals. I mean past they were saying past five years, there have just started to be more mm. venues that have opened up to hip hop that would not allow it yeah. before that. Well, it so. definitely has, I guess, tor- sort of a stigma attached to it. Where oh, for sure, for sure. People might associate violence or, or something, right? But, right. I mean, so did Marilyn Manson, but well, then you just go like listen metal to metal and you know yeah. stuff like that. Like, Marilyn Manson has an interview, and he's just like, "Oh, yes, I'm a very well-spoken adult, and I yeah. and I understand my image is." frightening but it's for adults <laughs> you're like oh man like, the wow. dude knows what he's talking about that's weird <laughs> right but yeah it's just funny i mean i guess that's the case with two chains uh, everyone assumes two chains is going to be ignorant but mm. he can speak yeah know, he knows what he's talking about but yeah he knows the image so shout out two chains shout out two chains but uh yeah shout out to the boston hip-hop scene the new england hip-hop scene mm. in general it was a really fun thing to go to yeah, it was really fun. It, great music. I mean, it's the type of thing where, and I've done this test before. Uh, sound off in the comments if you're trying to do this test. Play, <laughs> uh, play a local artist for your friend, and just ask them like who you who they think it is. Be like, it's someone you know. Just like tell them that, and then see yeah. who they say. So like, if you play like Justin Clancy for someone, and be like, who do you think this is? You know who it is. They'll probably say Bruno Mars. <laughs> like he's got we've talked about that sick before. voice definitely said that but uh oompa i felt like had um and and she even said she'd like to be beyonce she had sort of a beyonce sort of a feel in uh feel like cole that's like one of mm. my favorite songs right that's now that's a great I keep great that. song great song and she has like that like kind of queen vibe of mm-hmm. like beyonce with oh like, she's a boss no absolutely. doubt about it yeah so it's just sort of the 
if I played that for somebody and said like, "Who do you think this is?" and yeah. they'd be like, "Oh, is it Beyonce?" like yeah. really quickly, they might be thinking like, "Cause I, I don't." She know has that confidence name. about her. Exactly. So. I don't know. It's just because it's all perspective. Sometimes people think like it's a local artist; they're not that good. But when you play it in the context of, who's I, I have to say, like know. ten years ago, if you told me someone was a local artist, I would immediately like I would already have an opinion before I listen to them. And that's me not too. that's not right. I'm not yeah. saying that's right. But I just heard so much whack shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's a lot there, of there wax stuff. There wasn't a lot of in the quality, just the sound quality in general, like from a lot of local music wasn't great. Mm. I feel like now it's just more common to hear just real quality music from local artists that sounds like it could come from, you know, a big time studio in Los Angeles or something like that. Definitely. You know? Definitely. And I mean, maybe it just took some time for people to figure out their home studios or something. But yeah, and the equipment's gotten better over time, yeah. and the, the software and everything. And you know, a, a, a lot of the local stuff that we listened to back in high school was like fellow high school kids, so they probably didn't have like the the right equipment and stuff too. So it was like, but even like older people, like there was still. Uh, there was really a select few, like, you know, Rex Terminology, Slain, guys like that, that were really doing doing it, like, making legitimate music that you listened to and was like, uh, you were like, okay, this sounds like something. This sounds like, a, you know, an actual musician. And that, that's just so much more common now, I feel like, in the local scene. Mm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. The local scene. Very big, very big. Yeah, a lot of a lot of artists like Latrell and uh, Oompa were saying a lot. It's just more people believing in themselves and believing that they can do it on their own. Yeah, and having the resources to do it, obviously, that helps. But that's true. And we have said this on past episodes. You're not reliant on a label anymore. It's not mm-hmm. labels are big and they can put you in the right place. You can build a fucking empire from your basement. Like you can do it. Right, right. It's all like we're doing right now. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is actually a studio, lot fifty four. Yeah, area fifty one. <laughs> area fifty two. Yeah, area fifty two. Area fifty one got crowded. <laughs> no, we're doing it. Sound though. off in the comments if you've been to Area fifty one. <laughs> oh man, I'm getting mocked. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, I guess we have no, to the, just wrap it the up. Sound then. Off, We're gonna the to... sound off in the comments is great. I love that. <laughs> Telling people to yeah. sound off in the comments. Yeah, it does feel good. You motherfuckers need to sound off in the comments more, though. <laughs> yeah, real talk. Though, no one's even sounded off in the comments. We'll like, even give you. We've gotten a few. Com- I mean, on our, you know, on the. I'll mail you Instagram posts and shit. We get comments. I'll mail you a koozie if you sound off in the comments. Free koozie. Yeah, free koozie. Free- Yo, hit me up. That's like two dollar value for yeah. free. <laughs> for free. <laughs> yeah, and if you're a guest, we'll hit you with a whole care package. <laughs> I but... didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> <laughs> with a ho ho ho. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. No. <laughs> no. 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 Um, oh man. Yeah, we about an hour in though. We reading. Are we really yeah. an hour in? Yeah, we covered the pats already. You know, when we're talking yeah. music, we're just chilling. Uh, Easty's not here, if you couldn't tell. Empty spot. Yeah, back at Habitat, mm-hmm. doing his thing. Oh yeah, you know, Hard just man work. of the people, that guy. 
Yeah, you can't keep him away from charity. Nope. Um, yeah, he's got these pups he's working on right now, too. Yeah. He's got his little babies. They're very nice. Very nice pups. Very, uh... Keep them busy, though. They're a lot of work. Shout out Marley. Shout out Bronson. Shout out Marley. Shout out Bronson. This is not the first time they've been shouted out. Yeah, well, they deserve it. They're they good pups. It. They're good pups. They're uh, good and bad Marley pups. gets a little wild sometimes, and you just need to put her in her cage for a little bit, and then she calms down, and she realizes that she was being too wild. Yeah. Well, and then you let her learning. out like 10 minutes later, and she's a little more calm. She's learning. So she's, she's learning. learning. Gets a little better every day. Yeah, a little better. Um, yeah, we should take this carousel home. Yeah, let's bring it on and home. Uh, the bees, like we said, they won. They, you know, they kicked the Capitals' ass tonight, so that was good. Um, C's are playing well, and the Pats uh, saved their season with that win in Buffalo, or not in Buffalo, against Buffalo, mm. and they uh, got a big game against the Dolphins coming up, and should be an easy dub. Oh, score predictions. Oh, score. Oh, yes. Score predictions. Yeah, read off Eastman. Read off Eastman right, predictions. So <laughs> you got it. We got a satellite prediction from Eastman. <laughs> Before he before he went to bed at nine p.m. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the man works hard. He's got to get. He up works early. hard. No, I I shouldn't joke about that. So, but I was like, I was like, give us a prediction before you go to bed. <laughs> yeah, so we got his pre-bed prediction. So he might have been a little delirious. I don't know if this was know. maybe an Ambien prediction. Hashtag Roseanne. <laughs> no, J.K. He does. That's not his thing. Patriots thirty-five, Dolphins three. Big win. Nikhil Harry thirty-five two. to three. Yeah, there, yeah such an Eastman this, prediction. Yeah, one bite at a time. <laughs> thirty-five to three. That's crazy. One field goal. So we'll give him Yo. that. <laughs> Big win. He says next. Uh, goes further. So this is not just a, a score prediction. This is. I like, asked, uh, yeah. I just asked for a score prediction. We got a whole list of <laughs> stats here, and he. He gives. He us took that shit serious. Nikhil I appreciate Harry, that. Two TDs, fumble recovery TD on defense, and two interceptions. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Nikhil, Nikhil, separate, yeah. Okay, Nikhil I was Harry, gonna. <laughs> uh, there's no. I was like Nikhil so Harry on defense. What? All right. Fumble recovery TD on defense and yep. two interceptions. Brady throws for three touchdowns, mm-hmm. two hundred and fifty yards. Wow. Yeah, two hundred and fifty for Brady. Pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. that's that's not crazy, crazy, but um, going deep. He's going deep. Yeah, I guess it's not big crazy. Time, He's a passing guy. Big time predictions for that from Eastman. Wow. Yeah, it's gonna be a big game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that's thirty-five to three. The Dolphins are trash. I will say, I could see them not scoring a touchdown against. I us. think we'll be. I could see them 17-7. not seventeen-seven. I've guessed no. this before, but that's what I think it'll be. I'm thinking I'm going to go 38. 38? To Deep, bro. 38 to 9. Interesting. I'm revising mine. 21-7. I'm just saying, the Dolphins are trash. Our de- Our offense looked better last week. I think this is a big opportunity before the playoffs for us to get a nice confidence boost, you know, run up the points on them. Mm. And uh, 38 I, to 9, uh, that's what I'm going with. I've been giving them a lot. On these predictions, I've been giving the Pats a lot all season, and they've not been delivering. 
So I'm keeping it reasonable, 21-7. I'm feeling good about this one just because it's, it's a crucial game for them against a bad team. And the Patriots, when they get into... Well, sometimes they get lazy on they bad get into, teams. You know, I've seen it. Important games, but important early season games against bad teams, maybe. Important games where, like, you know, a first-round bye is on the line mm. against a bad team yeah. at home. Knock them out. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. All right. How you doing? That's my Wendy Williams. How you doing? Right. Uh, <laughs> um, so I just want to say though, real quick, I just want to slip this in before we close out. Slip it in um, there. Uh, everyone who's been rooting for me, I really appreciate it. Uh, everyone who's stood by me this whole season, I really appreciate it. My whole family, you guys are you guys are the best. <laughs> um, I uh, shout out Sam for winning fantasy football. I lost in the final Fuck round you, Sam. against Sam. Reverse shout-out, Sam. Reverse shout-out. I'm sorry I misspoke. You have been reverse shout-outed officially. Gosh darn it. Um, I'm not happy about it. It was a... Uh, if the same team had performed like they did the week before, I'd have won. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, and if... Sometimes if the, I just don't be consistent. If that Eagles game didn't go to overtime, I would have beat you in the first round, so... Everything is up to uh if Zach Ertz didn't score two touchdowns at the end of the game. Like, come on. We all got our excuses. Yeah, I wanna every- hear it. <laughs> Everything it's up to um it's just up to the Lord at this point. Uh, who wins. Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. You so know? Next year I guess it's all mine. I guess. It's my turn next year. Yeah. Well, we Sam Sam was very polite in thanking us for our donations. <laughs> very nice. Yeah, I yeah. rarely expect that money to come back. So I yeah. was honored to even be in the finals this year. So this is fantastic. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, thank you, family. Thank you. Um, At the end of the day, it's you know, it's a fun thing to do, even if you don't win. It's worth, yeah, shout it's out worth the, the 50 bucks. <laughs> it's 100% worth you know? it. <laughs> yeah. It's shout like, out the squad. It was super fun. Yeah. Shout out the squad. Shout out the gang. We'll be back next year. I'll be back next year. Absolutely. Um, Up in the stakes. It's actually going to be a $1,000 buy-in. <laughs> way bigger. Imagine. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're all making Imagine. that Skrelly Bucks. We're yeah. going to have gotten that Hefe song. Uh, I've bought it four times over. He'll make 10 more songs. Hefe, Imagine if we in. made it like, I don't know. Dude, if we did. An expensive-ass buy-in. If we did, if we did something like... Every month for the next year, we give Bubba like fifty bucks or something like that. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, Bubba's our inve- he's Bubba, our holder. Bubba's the one we trust with the money. <laughs> yeah, he holds that cash. <laughs> Shout out Bubba! Shout out Bubba! Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, maybe we could get into that. That'd be hardcore gambling. The family would be like, "Oh, where'd our house go?" <laughs> I just I thought fantasy football was a life. Yeah. I didn't. I thought I was going to win and get us a bigger house. Yeah, man, I just, yeah, <laughs> this is for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. All right, um, should we sign off? Yeah, I think so. We hit all I the topics uh, for now. Yeah. Merry Christmas, folks. Yeah, happy, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Um, happy... Next time you see us, we're actually doing another one this week, and next time you see us, we may or may not have Santa hats on. Yeah. And we may or may not have an important guest as well. Yeah, we got a so. day after Christmas episode planned. Yeah, big holiday um, episode planned. 
Yeah, big holiday long, episode. As long as there's no big storms or blackouts or anything, we should sir, uh, we should get the episode done, and you guys yeah. will, will catch it for New Year's. We'll even, you know what? We'll put a Christmas tree in the background. We'll figure it out. We're we're gonna get it nice and festive in here. It'll be so cute. Yes. Oh, oh, adorable. Man, it's gonna be the cutest. Oh, let's do. It. Let's get there. Cutest episode of all time. You thought this was the Christmas episode with the cookies? Yeah. Way no, cuter. this is just the warm up. This is just the warm up. It's gonna be. We way still got cuter. two days till Christmas. We gotta ease into it. Mm. You know? Step slowly into Christmas until it just step into Christmas. Out. Yo, step into Christmas. Elton John, great song. Not familiar. You're Wait, not familiar. Come a few bars for me. We yeah, should play it as the outro. All right, I'm totally down for that. <laughs> Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Boston's Big Four, thanks for tuning in. We out here. Patriots are going to dominate. Brady will live forever. Boston Music Awards are biased. Um, We out here. (laughs) Epstein didn't kill himself. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.